0: Welcome back to another episode of Meredith with a Y. I am your host, Meredith Willits. And today we have the amazing Janet Hammond in studio. She's going to be talking about all the things. She's going to talk about Mangiarno and the new diet, you know, shot that she's on, and also her tummy tuck. So stay with us. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willis. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Janet, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to dive into this today. Thanks for having me. This is going to be great because... I've known you for 102,622 years. So, we are, I just, I said right before we started, can I ask you all the tough questions? Because I think there's so much stigma around the shots and, you know, the tummy tucks and all that stuff. And you are allowing me to tell everyone that your beautiful self is going to be 55 years old tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and you're in the beauty industry. So, like, let's get into this today. I'm excited. Yeah. Mm hmm crazy. So when okay, let's see, let's roll back even further. What made you say I need to do something? Where were you at in your life where you're like I need to do something because I can't lose weight quote unquote the natural way.
1: Um well, I think looking at pictures, you know, everything is on social media and it's in our face with all the memories that are posted when you look back and you can see The 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 progression of your body, you can see your life and it's in your face and no matter where you go, you can't escape it. So um, I think when my daughter passed away almost two years ago, I had been looking back at pictures a lot for her funeral to see the pictures of her. And then it hit me. Wow. You need to get control of yourself. Um, She would want it for you. So I think that was a big part of it. Just seeing myself. And then my granddaughter came over and my husband took a slow motion video of us jumping into the pool. It was not good.
0: Reality, reality is a bitch. It
1: is. It is. Cameras are. Yeah. That was my that was my final. I gotta do something.
0: Yeah. And so did you reach out for help to your like primary care physician? Or did you see? Okay, so you went to the primary care. And they did the whole like blood workup or did they just weigh you or how'd that go?
1: They did all of it. They said, you know, you're in perimenopause and your hormones change and everything slows down, your metabolism. And I had seen something about Manjaro on TikTok. Mm -hmm. So I don't care what anybody's opinion is about social media, but there are good things that come from it. I mean, you know, everything from everything. I love all the information you're giving people. I think it's fantastic. So that was it. And then I saw that they had a coupon at the time for $25 a month. I couldn't afford $1,200. So I got it the original for $25 a month. I took the information into my doctor, my primary care, and she's like, we've tried everything else. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. (laughs) No pun. But, um, (laughs) So, yeah, we did it. And within six months, I was down to my goal weight. I have lost 55 pounds. Wow. I'm at my goal weight of about 135-ish. And and I feel so much better about myself. Yeah. You know, my husband, our relationship is better because
0: I'm not so down on myself for that. Yeah. And And I I think that, that that's what people, so, you know, everyone has something to say. Right. And, and it's like, you didn't, you didn't do it the hard way. Like why there's something like, and I think that that comes from like the old um, boomer generation or the, the generation um, of the depression where you like, you have to like do it the hard way or it's Mm -hmm. not worth it. Like I actually have a relative that I tease and I'm like, if you're not suffering, you don't love me. (laughs) Like there is that is a mentality. right? Right. Right. And so, you know, A lot of people look at maybe like gastric bypass and say, okay, well, you did it the easy. I don't know if anyone knows this, but not eating is not the easy way because I know that there Mm -hmm. are negative side effects to the shot. Some people experience nausea. Some people experience other things. And so it's not that it's the easy way. Also, when you're not hungry, that's probably kind of like weird because that's Mm -hmm. the idea, right? It kind of makes you not hungry. Yes. It makes you, it, it actually, the one that I'm on, the
1: Manjaro is a triple agonist. From the research I've done and the communication I've had with my doctor, it does shut off some things in your brain. So when you're full, you're just done. You don't have the cravings for the sweets. You don't have that mindset of just keep shoveling it in. When you're done, you're literally done. And I started some different things myself, like between bites of food, I put my fork down. Mm-hmm. And I chew it and I actually enjoy the food and that makes it easier to get fuller faster.
0: Yeah. And when you're talking about that, I find that so cool because you are actually using Manjaro as a tool to mm-hmm. maybe recover from binge mm-hmm. eating or retrain yes. yourself so that yeah. when you off of it, you might have the voice in your head that says, Mm -hmm. keep but you have been really working at this for six months to really change some behaviors. Mm -hmm. So now I've been on it over a year
1: and I'm spacing it out to find my maintenance dosage. And now that they have the new medication called ZepBound that was just approved for specific weight management, weight loss, obesity, and all the other things, they're finding that these other medications are having other positive side effects. Like I said, as far as, um, you know, the, the hunger and the addictions, because food can be an addiction, which I found out the hard way, you know, I would just eat, even though I'm like, why did I just eat that? It didn't really even taste good. Yeah. Why am I doing that? And, you know, I never really was a big drinker, but now I drink even less. I think this weekend I had a glass of wine,
0: yeah. They're just, saying that you know. it's helping people with alcoholism Yep, for many. I'm sure it's that addictive brain. I'm sure it's right. the, um, you know, uh, that sugar, that mm-hmm. sugar call. Um, yeah. So I think that, that we're seeing that there's some voice that is kind of quieted yep. Mm-hmm. Now I've also talked a lot about the fact that, you know, 80 plus percent of our um, serotonin lives in our stomach. Mm-hmm. Okay. And serotonin is that feel good. Life is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, drug that we all thought, you know, serotonin is in our brain, but actually the majority of it is in our stomach.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, when I
0: did a reading, if people don't know, I'm a psychic medium channel. And when I was doing a, like a medical reading on one of my clients, Um, she's like, just scan me. All right. And I'm couldn't find her stomach. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, did you have gastric bypass? Like what? I don't understand. Like, why don't I see your stomach? You have to tell me, because I don't know why I don't see her stomach. I just know I don't. And so she's like, well, do you want me to tell you? I'm like, yeah. So she said, I'm on one of the shots. Okay. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Because energetically her body was showing that she didn't have a stomach, which would make sense that her stomach then wasn't calling for food. Yes. So looking at your personal experience, is that how you would describe it? Is that your stomach, your, I need to feel good right now, your, I will feel better if I have a cookie or a glass of wine. Was that voice shut down?
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's also... The cravings and that hand to mouth comfort, you know, when people smoke, that's also part of it. Cause I smoked, I quit like 13 years ago and mm-hmm. it, it's just that constant movement. So I find myself with a protein shake or a bottle of water or something water. like that, yeah. just to help that out. Um, I yeah. haven't switched it from one to another, like eating that much, but I definitely do enjoy food differently now. Like my husband just said, Do you want to go to dinner for your birthday tomorrow. I was like, okay, but I know going into the restaurants, I think differently about the food that I'm going to order.
0: Yeah, I just went out with um, another couple and my husband on Saturday, and we went to this beautiful steakhouse downtown Chicago, mm-hmm. and I just, I ordered a salad, like I order a wedge, like that's yeah. my like, oh my gosh, I get yeah. to have a wedge and I don't have to mm-hmm. make it. So it's right. like for me, I'm not like ever go- I like. I might have a bite of someone's steak Mm -hmm. at the table, which I didn't. Um, But yeah, everything about food. Now, I I personally am not on any shots. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm on metformin, which kind of is like a sugar regulator. Yes. Um. So that is is probably in line with what you're doing, just a different way.
1: My doctors, uh, my insurance specifically has something called a step therapy. So they Uh want you to go on the different medications. And if they fail, then they put you through to the next one. Well, I didn't do that because my insurance wasn't involved in this. But now, Uh, because the new um, is covered for the weight loss, I'm afraid they're going to make me go through that. So I'm waiting for the new savings card to come out and then I'll get that and I'll do that for a year. But my insurance said that, isn't it sad? We have to think about what the insurance says. Yeah, but, um, but they told me that I will get approved for it because I've already been on it and this is going to be a maintenance and it's worked for me. It's proven to work for me. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And the thing is like all, all, whatever anyone says about, you know, I mean, no, granted I did not, My years ago I was put on, um, which mm-hmm. was not good for me. It's like speed kind of, you yeah. know? Um, and that is not, cause I'm a very even keel person. So it made yeah. me way too whatever. Um, but the amount of health issues that are fixed, I think far outweigh any possible negative that yeah. anything brings into your life. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, whatever anyone says about the shot or metformin, which is proven to be completely, like, basically benign and actually helps with cell regeneration and cell health, but high blood pressure, diabetes, you know, um, mm-hmm. being obese, carrying the 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 what your heart has to pump. Look up and Google, people. How hard your heart has to pump. It's like for every 10 pounds, your heart has to pump blood through like an additional like five miles of of veins. It's mind blowing how Mm -hmm. much. And like we just got this new puppy, and I'm schlepping this dog around on walks because she can only do about a mile. And so she's there's no way she's doing three miles with me. And so I carry her and she's eight pounds and it makes a difference. I'm like, God, yes. I've lost like 35 pounds. I've lost like four puppies. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I know. Weight,
1: mm-hmm. You know, and
0: so, and, and you just feel better. You don't feel like, you know, and that's the thing I think where we're at in this podcast in this series is, and, and because you've lost this amount of weight recently, I think mm-hmm. this is a great topic um, and you can speak to this easily is The difference between body positivity. So like, I think it was important for me to love myself at my higher weight. It's important for you to love yourself through the higher weight, the middle weight, the goal weight, all the different things. I think, yes, you should be. I love myself because that inspires change. It inspires um, self-care and self-love and keeping Mm -hmm. your promises to yourself. But I do believe- that we need to understand that body positivity and being blind to the fact that being 30, 50, 80, 100 pounds overweight is not a positive. Right, right. It's not There's a positive. It's amazing the things that you can do and the way you
1: see yourself differently as you lose weight and you start feeling better about yourself right now yeah. my biggest problem i think is i still see myself in that heavier weight when i look mm. in the mirror i have that dysmorphia i still see myself at almost 190 pounds yeah and you know there're certain things and we are our own worst critic i don't care what anybody says we are the hardest yep. on ourselves and so there are times when i'll catch myself in the mirror and i'll be like mm, not really a fan of that you know so i'm the only person that can change it yeah and that's what i'm working on
0: Yeah. And no one's coming to save you. That, that to me is the biggest sentence in the whole world. Like Mm -hmm. no one's coming to make you drink the water, go for the walk today or eat the right food. And I think that like, it's so important that people understand that it's not about being thin. It's about ease of movement, Mm -hmm. joint pain or no pain, Mm -hmm. Um, getting up in the morning and having the energy because you're not schlepping around as much weight. This isn't about your beautiful. You can be beautiful at any si- size. Size. Mm-hmm. I like. I don't know if you follow um, that one gal. Her name is Remy. She's a heavier set gal, plus size model on TikTok and Instagram, and she's just like blown up through like all social media. Mm-hmm. She's a beautiful person. There's mm-hmm. beautiful models, and I love the fact that we do have models of every shape and size to represent beauty. Mm -hmm. And I think that we need to separate beauty from health. You can be beautiful Mm -hmm. at any shape or size. Mm -hmm. You can be do yoga at any shape or size and do the splits and do the Chinese splits or whatever they call them. You know, the outside splits, Mm -hmm. you can do all these things. But is that heart healthy? Is your cholesterol where it needs right. to be? Is And so I think that we need to separate beauty and body positivity from pure health. And because I think that people get negative on weight loss.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I think that people get like, oh, well, all you care about is being thin. And I don't think that that's it, like no. at all. I it, mean, I was it.
1: at a point where I, was uncomfortable tying my shoes. Yes. I was at a point where I remember this. I was sitting in my Jeep and I could feel the seatbelt digging into my side. Yeah. And when you're that uncomfortable, you know, something's not right. It's not feeling good about yourself. It's not any, it's just physical pain. Where and you're the only one that can do something about it with help and guidance from a medical professional or someone that specializes in that. And that's where I was like, I'm at my wits' end, I don't know what else to do. Luckily, my husband, thank God for him, loves me no matter what. He never, ever, ever once made me feel bad about my size, about how I looked, or even how I felt about myself. He never once said anything negative ever he told me yeah. you are beautiful
0: and that's I important that. i love that
1: mm-hmm.
0: that 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 we t- i talked about that in my last podcast it, one of about how uh, shaming someone into weight loss never works yeah. right um they have to do it themselves but were there any negative side effects mentally emotionally physically When you did get on the shot?
1: Um, My initial ones were the constipation. Oh, it was horrendous. Mm. Um, And I just had to learn to work through that, learn what to take, you know, supplements and things like that, which I really don't have it as much now. And I learned what I can and can't eat. Like I can't eat greasy foods, fried foods. It makes me nauseous. Um, Uh, I did get a few headaches in the beginning, but. You know, I couldn't tell if that was menopause or if it was the shot. So certain things you just tolerate. Or but blood if sugar. I mean, that. if you
0: were if you were eating that less food, your brain, your body could have been like, Wait, what where's our four thousand calories that exactly. we're used to too? Yeah. I mean, that mm-hmm. <laughs> that could yeah. very well have been the thing too for the headaches. And then, as I lost
1: weight, I've been getting colder, which I'm in Florida. I'm in southwest Florida and it's freaking hot here. I mean, right now. It's like 82 degrees, I think, mm-hmm. 78, no, 78. And I'm sitting here with pants on because I'm chilly. Yeah. I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, dip, those are pretty much the only things, but I've heard other people that say they can't take it, um, but they're finding that it does have other positive side effects like the addiction. It's helping people with heart issues also. So we're learning more and more positive things that are coming from it, which I think are fantastic. Now, my daughter had gastric bypass. She literally lost half of her body weight and she's been able to maintain it. But she knows the different things like a dumping syndrome. She can't eat too much because it just.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So but she's she did what she had to do. There are other issues in her life that she has to maintain. But this is one less thing. And if it's a tool that works
0: for you, use it use it. I just think that we're getting to the point in America anyways, where we need to start looking around and saying, we are now, because of our food mm-hmm. uh, supply, mm-hmm. because of what's at the grocery store, we are having to almost like go around that because if you eat the American diet, you're going to gain weight. Yep. Like, it's, I am, a I am amazed at how little I eat. I'll be honest yeah. with you. Like yeah. when I see anyone eating a normal plate of food or like I'll drive by like, you know, fast food and, and see stuff like a Big Mac. If I eat a yeah. Big Mac, it would like, I might as well just plaster it on the front of me. Exactly. I, I'm amazed. Disgusting. Yeah. Well, I'm just amazed at how much food in America, we tell ourselves is a normal amount of food. Like what shows up when you're at a um, restaurant as a plate of food Mm -hmm. is probably what you need in like a day and a quarter. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. All day today and tomorrow morning, Mm -hmm. that's enough calories, fat and all that to sustain a human body. I just think that where we're at, we have gotten so lost with what we're supposed to eat or how much we're supposed to eat it it it's almost impossible to to gauge right where, you know what i mean like, I'll, like i like i tell people i I will eat an p- apple and peanut butter for dinner and i am good absolutely absolutely like last night um i said we have to clean out the refrigerator
1: take out all the leftovers because i still have that mindset where i'm cooking for more than just two people it's been mm-hmm. years but I still cook way too much. So even when we go out to eat, a lot of times we'll split a meal and it's 100%. two full grown adults. Yep. So it's like, why, you know, I used to laugh about seniors that did that. Now I'm doing it. And it's like, I understand. It makes sense. It makes There's sense. Well, you don't much. need
0: that much food. Right. You know, like when we were out with the couple on Saturday, they split one meal between the two of them. And that right. was And they actually didn't even finish the steak. So between two grown adults, Mm -hmm. they split one steak and didn't even finish it. And that was probably the proper amount of calories and protein and fat to ingest Mm -hmm. alongside with, you know, the sides that we got. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that we're just, our our brains, the bigger, the faster, the cheaper in America, you know, like Mm -hmm. we want to supersize everything and then that is a, that's, Okay, I, I got my I got my good deal, right? right. I think right. that we think that we're getting a good deal, but we're actually shorting ourselves yeah. because we're we're just getting fatter and fatter and fatter as a nation.
1: We and want more the more most enough.
0: value for our money. So I saw a meme the other day. It
1: was actually a video on TikTok. You may have seen it and it just cracked me up. Maybe it was a picture on Facebook, but it was a picture of a woman sitting in a Costco food area. With an entire pumpkin pie and a fork just eating it. And I thought, you know what? That's actually pretty smart because the pies are five ninety-nine. <laughs> How much do you spend on right? a one piece at Cheesecake Factory of a piece oh, of pie?
0: Forget it. Yeah.
1: So eat the whole pie. Eat as much as you want and then give the rest to your neighbor. Whatever. Yeah. You know, like Throw we away, got whatever. we got a whole pie for just two of us. And I'm like, if we eat each eat one or two pieces, it's worth it.
0: Yeah. But can you throw it away? That's the thing. A lot of people can't Mm -hmm. throw it away. You know, right. and and I get that. I get, mm-hmm. I get the dozen donuts, and you just have a little piece and a half yes. a donut and mm-hmm. a quarter of a donut, and before you know it, you've eaten seven donuts. Like that's yeah. my jam. Like I am a donut girl. I'm a donut girl too. Oh my oh, god, my donut girl! It must be from living like Giant by Giant donuts were the best. The mm-hmm. Giant Eagle had the world's greatest donuts. So Janet and I both grew up in North um, Ohio, so we both came from the same town. We know exactly what we're. T-
1: yeah, oh, Giant
0: Eagle oh, donuts, man, the, the best. Like, see, I'm a cream filled girl. Like, mm-hmm. I like I'm a custard filled donut girl. But yeah. that's where yeah, I got I my mean, evacuate. I'd get a
1: yeah. stop, drop the other kids off at school, and get a newspaper and a donut at Giant Eagle on the way uh, home. See, yeah.
0: that's like that's like cigarettes and coffee. I mean, mm-hmm. that is. I mean, there's some things in life that just do not compare, and we're talking those things. But yeah, yeah I just think that. We need to stop equating with more is better. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, we're
0: definitely in that. I mean, do you remember? And I think this speaks to mentality. Do you remember, you know, when we were kids? So you and I grew up in the, you know, late 70s and 80s. We graduated right around each other's time of the, Mm -hmm. you know, 90s and late 80s, where you would go like, you know, shopping for school and get a few things.
1: Mm-hmm. You'd get
0: like a pair of dress shoes, maybe, maybe yep. one pair of sneakers, mm-hmm. uh, one pair of jeans, a couple tops, a yeah. sweater. Like that was it, right? Yeah. And then you wouldn't get anything else till Christmas. Or spring. And, or spring. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, jeans were very expensive Now it's like the throwaway society where you just go to Old Navy and you just keep buying shit all the time and shit's cheap and you order shit on Amazon and shit through Sheen. Mm -hmm. And it's just the constant like influx of purchasing and purchasing and ingesting and ingesting and like, Mm -hmm. you know, Starbucks, $5, $10, drinks. And I just think that we're at this place and I don't know if it's everywhere in the world because I only live here where it is this concept of purchasing buying mm-hmm. having accumulating yeah. eating i mean i remember when like when we were in high school to go to like tgi fridays was a big deal
1: yeah,
0: yeah. That was i just like had a-, a
1: conversation with rick i said i don't ever remember going out to eat with my parents like ever the entire ever. time i was growing up never ever ever and my kids when, were, when they built McDonald's and and Burger King and that yeah. was like the
0: big thing. That was the big oh thing. Gosh, to McDonald's. Go to Burger yeah, King. or you go to Stella's. Like Stella's yeah. was like I went to Stella's with job. my dad. Yeah, really? Every yeah, Tuesday. Are you serious? Yeah. So this is like a spaghetti joint at, where with mm-hmm. the town that we grew up in. But like that was a big deal to go out for spaghetti and meatballs. Like mm-hmm. a big deal yeah. to go out for dinner. Now our kids like they expected. want to go out for lunch. They want to go out for dinner. Yes. It's constantly ingesting, mm-hmm. ingesting, buying, buying, buying. Right. I don't know if we, we as, a, like as a whole, have more money or things are cheaper. I don't. I know, don't know what. what it is, but like, like you go to prom or you'd go to homecoming. Like so, those are the big things, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd go to like that one nice restaurant. Yes. Yes. All you know, these kids, the they want up. to go out to dinner. Yeah. No. All the time. Like it's all it's buying,
1: I need the latest this. It minimizes the importance of it. It demeans Mm -hmm. the importance of it. Just like people that are, that are um, not utilizing these weight loss methods correctly, because now this is a weight loss method and they're doing it for vanity purposes, not for health purposes. I did it for health purposes, because my cholesterol was sky high, my blood sugar was high, it was borderline diabetic. And if we can minimize all those other things and utilize the things correctly, then I think we'd be better off.
0: Yeah. And so when you got done, and like you said, you're using this as a tool to retrain yourself how to yes. eat and how to see food, right? So, mm-hmm. so then you You did your um, weight loss. Mm -hmm. When did you decide to do the tummy tuck?
1: Um, I decided once I reached a certain weight that, I mean, I've wanted it for years, you know, and then the bigger I got, the more stretched out my skin even got. I mean, I was bigger at my heaviest than I was any time during any of my three pregnancies. Yeah. Yeah. So it just kept, and I could feel the burn of my skin as it stretched Mm. and it hurt. It was painful. So I decided I'm going to save money and I'm getting a tummy tuck. And I did my research. And then the next goal was I need to lose the weight. So once I got close to my goal weight, that's when I started talking to doctors because I knew I could save the money and I knew I could do the goal once I saw some progress Then I said, okay, I'm on my way. I can do this. So that's when we scheduled it. And and I'm happy I did it. No matter what anybody says, I've had people say, you got a tummy tuck? Why did you do that? You look just fine. You didn't need it. Well, you may see me from a different angle, but I see me
0: from my skin inside. Well, and you had said prior to hitting record today that they also had to do the muscle repair. And a lot of people don't understand that. Um, yes. a lot of women mm-hmm. are not doing tummy tucks just to get a flat stomach. A lot right. of women need to do tummy tucks, mm-hmm. or will improve their health, their well-being, their mm-hmm. ability to work out. Because when you um, have pregnancies, a lot of times what happens is that the muscles inside your abdomen tear apart and yeah. separate. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah, so when you get your tummy tuck. They are not just lipoing, and you said you didn't even have
1: lipo. I didn't have any lipo. My doctor doesn't do lipo with a tummy tuck because she is more concerned about the health of her patients and the possible um, blood loss and other complications that could come from that. She would do it on the flanks and the hips Mm -hmm. and the butt, but she won't do it around the abdomen at that time. But how they determine the space of your... I forgot what exactly it's called, but the muscle Mm erectile dystasis, I think is what it's called, but they can take your two fingers. And if you have two fingers or more of a gap, that's when they know there's a big enough gap to stitch up. And there's different techniques. They can just do it that way. Then there's an internal corset where they can do it around the outside. Also to give you more of an hourglass shape. Mm -hmm. I just had the standard hip to hip incision with the, uh, you know, the traditional sutures, but she yeah. said there wasn't a huge gap, but there was a big enough one where if you lean back and put your hand on your abdomen, you can literally feel a space in that yeah. muscle area.
0: Yeah. So, so, did insurance cover that because of the muscle? Isn't that crazy? So, like, imagine yeah. if you were talking to a guy and he was, you were like, "Oh, yeah, my stomach, the muscle, <laughs> the muscles yeah. don't touch. They're well, actually separated in between." It'd be like oh, that sounds very significant. That sounds like something they should probably get fixed. And it's like, no, that's for vanity. Yes. I know
1: a guy that actually had to have it done. And he said it was horrendously painful for him. And I just
0: giggled. I didn't say anything like, right. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I know a lot of women that have had this surgery because it does. I mean, Think about everything when you do go work out and they're like, okay, tighten your core, tighten your core, tighten your core. Well, yeah, that is a huge problem that you cannot tighten your core in the same way of someone that does not have that issue. So when they do sew the muscle back together, you have an entirely new experience for Mm -hmm. your core, from your ab workout, from the way that you carry yourself. And I don't know if anyone here has ever um, gone to like physical therapy or not but I am here to tell you that it is unbelievable how important core and balance and Mm -hmm. muscle and all that is to health and longevity. Mm -hmm. So like you having a solid core literally probably changes your life expectancy based on not falling, then not breaking a hip, being Mm -hmm. able to hold yourself up as you age. So it's like, one more thing besides the pelvic floor issues mm-hmm. that women deal with that a lot of times we don't even know that right. we have this, this issue um, that will improve because of, you know, things like this surgery. So yeah. good for you. Plus you feel better, you know, like you put on absolutely. pants and everything I know. absolutely to the right way. So that's huge. Now you said that you're getting on, you're going from Manjaro saying, to Manjaro.
1: Yeah, um, it's called um, Zep Bound. Mm-hmm. And it's also made by Eli Lilly. Okay. And it'll be a once a week injection for the rest of my life, which I'm fine with because it's, you can't even feel it, you know? Just
0: okay. Do you do it yourself? Yeah. Did it's you an auto pen. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's an auto pen. You just click the top and pinch an inch and push the button down and you can't even feel it. Yeah. I do it in a thigh or my belly and you literally can't feel it. Plus my belly is still numb where they did the incision. So I can't mm-hmm. feel it. It's there. So
0: it's fine. So take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So, and then these things will help you to keep the cravings down Yep, and the that, food noise. that. The food noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I talked to someone else who's going to be on, who has done the gastric bypass who now is on one of these um, medications mm-hmm. and is going to be discussing the difference between the, the two. And because when you do get, and maybe you can speak to this if your daughter has talked to you, when you do the gastric bypass, the food noise is still there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that, and I think that's a huge difference is when you have that food noise and you can't eat. Right, Because your stomach literally won't allow you to eat. And so you want to eat. Your brain is telling you to eat. You've done nothing to learn to not eat. Yeah. Her problem is is
1: she does go through that where she'll eat and she'll see food. And she's like, oh, my God, that looks so good. I want some of that. I want some of that. And then if she eats too much, it's called dump syndrome. And it sticks at the top and then all of a sudden, whoosh, or it comes back out.
0: Yep. So, yeah. And I think that that's where we're going to get into moving away from the gastric bypass or doing the gastric bypass in conjunction with. Yeah. Because the person that I'm going to have on um, is going to be talking about the negative medical, physical side effects of um the gastric bypass cuz you're cutting your stomach off in, in right. many of these cases mm-hmm. and there are negative consequences to this yeah. and you still have the food noise so you still yeah. want to eat it right. you haven't done like whereas your brain is getting retrained i remember when i was in my early 20s and i was on like an antidepressant or a mood regulator and i remember taking it and going okay this is like what happy is this is what not anxious is this is what mm-hmm. and i remember really checking in with those feelings mm-hmm. and it's almost like you're doing with the tools like i need to put my fork down i do not need to yep. eat this meal mm-hmm. 3000 miles an hour i do not yeah. need to order the biggest most fatteningest mm-hmm. most butteriest um yeah. thing on the menu You're literally retraining that you don't need to have 17 bottles of wine on the weekend. Not that you did. But you're retraining what ingesting looks like. Yeah. I don't think the same thing happens with these folks that are getting the gastric bypass. I
1: don't think it does either because they also have other things to deal with because they have had this mindset and the ability to eat for so long so much And then suddenly it shut off. I can still eat a lot, but they can't. Yes. So like she has, since she lost all of her weight, she has so much loose skin and she's trying to get a tummy tuck covered because she does have physical issues because of all the loose skin, the rashes, the infections and all of that. Mine, mine was for me. So I didn't expect my
0: insurance to cover it. I get it. And but, you lost gradually. I mean, yes. you lost a lot, yes. but it was still more gradual than you can yeah. eat a 10th of a cracker mm-hmm. at a time. You could right. still, so you weren't like, like you said, drastically fast, mm-hmm. no choice of your own, no, no. option baby to eat. Food and- just, no, yeah.
1: she had to do that baby food and liquid diet, and all that stuff. And I didn't have to, mine yeah. was, you know, you just Don't want to like literally don't want to. You're like, I just don't want it. We would get home chef meals and you get two and I would eat half of mine and he would eat his. And then the other half of mine would be my lunch or dinner the next day. Yeah. So it's multiple meals from one meal. And I was fine with that or something just your smell changes, how things affect you as far as your smell. And that's really important too. Mm -hmm. My taste, I think, has changed a little bit as far as how food tastes to me. Um, But it's just, and the people who shame people for things like that, for losing weight, I did it with a prescription. My daughter did it with the advice of a doctor. Yeah. But, and I think we've done it a healthy way. I haven't starved myself. I haven't made myself sick. I've done it a healthy way.
0: Yeah. It just turned off that you need to have all of this. You need mm-hmm. to have all of this now. You need to have the most fattening of this. Because I know that I have people in my life that I love very much. And when they go into a restaurant, it's not like, oh, I'm going to have chicken and mashed potatoes and broccoli. It's I'm going to have um, a hamburger with a side of lobster mac and cheese and, uh, you know, an IPA beer. Like it's the most yeah. Fattening is Mm because that is going to make me the most happy. Right. And that is something that is in your brain. And that Mm -hmm. is a pathway that is not easy to undo. Right. Right.
1: We went out the other day and there's a little local restaurant here and we always get their breadsticks. They're amazing. I love them. Mm -hmm. So they come with three. I had one. That's all I wanted. Yeah. And then I ordered wings, which I never order wings, I had four. Yeah. But that's what I mean. As far as it changes how much you eat, just like done. And you just stop.
0: Yeah. I think that like talking about this, it just makes sense that the direction in which the healthcare of people to lose weight is going to move probably away from surgery. Cause like, let's say surgery is $40,000. That's a lot of shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of shots in a very healthy way. It's a lot of shots that is not impeding a person's ability to eat and and absorb nutrients, et cetera, et cetera. And it's going to be more gradual. So I think that we're going to see that that it's going to shift to these types of opportunities of um, medication versus surgery. But, you know, this is how we learn as a society of what works Mm -hmm. And the fact that you can be on this stuff for the rest of your life in a positive way, keep your sugar down, keep your cholesterol down, keep your blood pressure down. You know, like that is so much easier on your heart, on your lungs, on your knees, on your, now you're not going to have knee replacement, hip replacement. There's so many positives. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I just took my dog in and she had overeaten because I didn't know how much to feed her. And Mm -hmm. they're like, you don't understand how important it is when your dog is a puppy to make sure that she is a, a good, healthy, light weight yes. because of the long-term effects of having a fat puppy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no one's saying that to yes. at the pediatrician's office.
1: Mm-hmm. No and one's saying that. Kids. I yeah. worry about kids and you know they start off with this, just eating whatever and junk food because they're home alone and yeah. they're left to their own devices because parents have to work. Yep. And they're not given the necessarily as much guidance, you know, yeah. because I ran the kids cafeteria when they went to St. Thomas. I was mm-hmm. in charge of it. I did all the cooking. I ordered the foods and there are guidelines that the the government sets for food lunches. Yeah. It's not very healthy. No. And we're not we're not doing our kids right Any by favors. them by doing yeah. that. Yeah. So I feel like we're setting them up for failure.
0: Well, again, as I talked about in a couple episodes ago, what we believe is food is not really food. Mm-hmm. It's not food. It's right. chemicals that are globbed on and added together and we call it food. But has your food?
1: opinion changed about food uh, and what it does is fuel and not just comfort?
0: As my as my uh, journey has well yes. my my goal in a day is to eat half of my weight in protein. Okay. Milligrams or grams or whatever. Yeah. I guess it'd be grams. Um. So like you know my protein yogurt is twelve, and so my my goal has changed from uh, ingesting for being full mm-hmm. to um, very purposeful. Okay. So my food decisions are, are, are very uh, mindful. So I'll have, you know, raspberries with protein yogurt and like a little bit of granola for crunch or, so I'm very mindful about, um, what I'm eating because I know sounds crazy. I know that it's actually a lot of food mm-hmm. and, um, I don't want to eat shit. I just don't. Like yesterday I went to um, my daughter's um, thing and I, uh, this volleyball, you know, banquet and I had a cookie and honestly, I skipped the salad because I knew it was just like going to be like not really interesting. And I was just going to be ingesting dressing. So I was like, I'm just going to skip that. And then Mm -hmm. I had all this beautiful steamed vegetables. So I ate a ton of that and Mm -hmm. I got a chicken breast and I took one bite and it didn't taste good. So I skipped, I didn't eat that on my plate. But then I had, there was bread with delicious butter, but I ate that. So I like was really picking and choosing of mm-hmm. this tastes good and that is healthy. And I only want to ingest so many calories. And then I got like a cookie, a brownie and an, um, another small like cookie. And I ate the small cookie and left everything else. Like, so I'm really mindful. It's almost like yep. playing chess. Like, yep. okay, I do want that. I don't want that. I'm okay with eating mm-hmm. that. And also I know that I'm not ingesting any booze which mm-hmm. is hundreds of bullshit calories of right. sugar. Right. So I, in a week, in a day, in a month, I have to eat actually a lot to keep up with my three plus miles of walking, to yeah. keep up with the size of my physical form and to keep up with the fact that I'm not drinking booze anymore. So it's, it's kind of funny. I'm very mindful about what I ingest. Um, I'm very strategic about Junk and not junk, and d- mm-hmm. should I eat? You know that salad dressing or oil? Like, I, right. so I'm just very mindful about it because mm-hmm. I don't. I I like being my size right now. I know, I, and I, like I
1: think that, I think that's it. Is once you see those results, you see what you can do to keep those results, yeah. and you you know, like I enjoy being able to put on a bikini again. Yeah. I don't remember ever feeling comfortable in my own body because it's been so long.
0: Yeah. So like
1: I, I was wearing a T-shirt and it said, beautiful badass on it. And mm. I forgot where I was. And this woman stopped me and she said, you are a beautiful badass. And I was like, mm. well, thank you. It just made me feel so good. I yeah. feel good about myself. But to have somebody else see that in me, not that what other people see or say matters, but sometimes it does. She make got it. it.
0: Familiar, yeah. She you got know. it. Well, I think what's interesting too, but between the two of us, um, is, and, and I'm going to speak for myself and you agree or disagree. I find it really cool to feel beautiful, to be beautiful, to be comfortable in our own skin and to have the wisdom of age all mm-hmm. at the same time. Cause mm-hmm. I know I looked better physically yeah. my body when I was 17, when mm-hmm. I was 22, whatever. But right. to have the complete package in yes. my fifties mm-hmm. is really fun. Yes. It's Absolutely. really fun. And to have a couple bucks to, to actually buy the clothes, exactly. right? Because I didn't have any money right. to buy the, the clothes when I was 17. So and it's nice. Our, to-
1: our kids are older too. Yeah. We can actually- relate to them on a different mm-hmm. level because we feel better about ourselves. We're a little bit more secure in ourselves and who yeah. we are and where we've come from with the experiences. And to be able to relate and have that relationship with our adult kids. Like you just yeah. got to see your daughter.
0: Yeah. And it was much better, wasn't it? Yeah, we had so much fun. Gotten older and you know, I think and it's we great. were walk yeah, we were walking, we were doing all the things. She's like, Oh my God, mom, I fit in your dress. And I was like, <laughs> like Isn't it feels, great? yeah, it feels really good and it feels comfortable. And I, I like being me. Mm-hmm. I think I like being me for the first time, probably in my whole life. As, like I said, as the complete package. Yes. Yep. Um, confidence, and you know, socially, uh, emotionally, spiritually, physically, like it's all coming together mm-hmm. for me, by yep. me, yep. not sabotaging myself. Um, all of the things that I think it's very magical. And, and I think that women that are doing the work and having the self-care and taking the time like you and I are on ourselves, mm-hmm. um, we have a lot to offer. You know, we have a lot to offer the people around us. So I so appreciate you being here and sharing your story well, and you. what you have been going through over this past year um, to get yourself to being that badass that you are uh, <laughs> celebrating your 55th birthday tomorrow in such a beautiful, amazing, healthy way. And, you know, hopefully, people that are listening to this today can maybe to have a conversation with their doctor, find out if this is right for them, maybe take that first step in a health journey, not mm-hmm. necessarily a weight loss journey, but a health right. journey of picking the right foods, going for the walks, drinking the water, eating the proteins, and all of the other things with the help of a doctor or um, whatever is necessary for them. So again, thank you so much for sharing your story with everybody. Thank you for the
1: communication because I think that's very important. It's got to start with communication.
0: That's important. Yeah. And do this now. Like like, if you're out there listening to this and you're in your thirties or whatever, like Mm -hmm. get ahead of it. Like don't wait. Like if you can get in these good habits in thirties and twenties and you know, Mm -hmm. 18, Get in those yeah. good habits now of, you know, taking care of yourself because it and makes it a whole so much from yeah. each other like this, yeah.
1: like you yeah. doing this. I think this is important because people wouldn't know some of these things that you're telling them unless it was for you. I mean, you've done yeah. this.
0: So I'm yeah. proud of you. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Janet. I appreciate it. All right, everybody. I will be back here next time. Uh, same time, same sandbox. So I'll see you. See you here next week. Thanks so much, okay. Janet. Bye. Thank you, Meredith. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to Meredithwillits.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers.